some time. It has it has been some time. It's been I don't know, almost two weeks. Yeah. I'm trying to feel like what, what was different. Um, what was different? <laughs> what was different um, two weeks ago? Uh, Biden won the election. I don't know if you've heard. Yeah, uh, we did talk about that in our previous episode. Yeah. Um, he continues to have won the election. Yeah, that's still true. In fact, it may be even truer now. Yeah. Just by, by, by virtue of legal challenges having been resolved. I don't know. It was already pretty true to begin with. Yeah. I guess um, for the record, today we are recording. It is November 25th, which is the day before American Thanksgiving. Yes, yes, that's true. And um, this podcast is Social Distance Warriors, which is a podcast about um, the coronavirus pandemic. And uh, my name is Tom. And my name is Rachel. And uh, I don't have any kind of expertise about any topic. And I am also not an expert. Uh, so how how, uh, how have you been? Um, I've been doing all right. Um, doing a lot of sort of life things. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the term, but I'll say it. I've sort of gamified uh, applying for jobs. Ooh. I made myself an Excel spreadsheet, nice. <laughs> uh, which I've found to be more motivating at getting me to apply for jobs than just waiting until I feel very stressed. Yeah, I'm always in support of an Excel spreadsheet for virtually any purpose. Yeah, I'm very basic at the features of Excel, but I can make an Excel spreadsheet. So um, have you applied to very many jobs? Yes, I've applied to many, heard back from few. Mm. The most recent, I guess, job offer I've gotten is my... uh, local school system wants classroom monitors, which is a totally new position they've just created in the past couple of months for this year, where they're planning to still have teachers be virtual teaching and and students mostly, they can have the option of whether they're going to be at home or some of them are going to be in the school building Mm -hmm. and the teacher is still going to be virtual. So the classroom monitor position would be me like a physical adult physically in the room helping the students with their virtual teacher. (laughs) So I've accepted that job, but because it's so new and because the numbers everywhere are so high for coronavirus. I don't have a start date, and every other day there's more language from the school system that they're like, yeah, we thought maybe we would be doing this in December and having more people go back in January, but we're pushing that back. We don't know when. Hmm. For a lot of reasons, it wouldn't be a great position, but it's sort of like, I feel like it's more motivating for me to have, like, something out there um and and i'm applying for other other jobs yeah yeah so i can have like (laughs) an option i wouldn't love the in-person aspect of it and other you know it's doesn't have any benefits but they are desperate for people so that's the job i have heard back from i've heard it said that um transmission rates in schools are fairly low so I, i guess that's of, of the various in-person jobs you might have, that seems to be one of the safer ones. Yeah, but that's that's what's new with me. Is there, I, I don't know, is there anything you have 
found that is new or interesting for you? Well, actually, yeah, I've had a slight change in my um, working arrangements in that um, for the entirety of the pandemic, I have been working 100% remote. But as of this week, I am now going to be going into the office one day every two weeks. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, indeed. This is a, a brave, a brave new world out there. Yeah, yeah. So I, um, I, my first day in the office was this past Monday, the twenty uh, third, uh, Doctor Who day. Okay, and this takes me way back, but I seem to recall that you used to take a train to work. Is that true? Is that still true? That was true. That was true. That I did used to drive my car to a train station, which is about like a three or four minute drive from my apartment. And then I would take a train, and the train ride was maybe 40 minutes, and then I would be able to walk to work from where the train dropped me. So I I could have done that this time, but I chose not to. I chose on Monday instead to drive to work, and it was interesting because I had to jump through some administrative hoops that I wasn't familiar with. Like I had to, there's an app that we have to download called Co-Verified. <laughs> It's an app that you download to your smartphone. Every day Every day that you need to go into campus, you um, get to answer a little questionnaire saying whether you have had symptoms or not. And you have to either verify that you have been tested and tested negative or that you have been waived from the necessity for being tested. And I will not need to be tested because you only need to be tested if you're going in at least once a week. And I'll be going in once every two weeks. So... Uh, so yeah, I, I had to, you know, reach out and make sure everything was okay and make sure I had permission and all that stuff. And then I finally, um, went into the office and it was strange. Yeah. How does it, like, does it feel like, I don't know why the word like treat, does it feel like a treat? Does it feel like something new and special that you get to go, uh, to the office or does it feel like mostly strange? Like I imagine things are different than how it used to be when you would be in the office environment. Yeah, you know, in this particular case, it was a nice little deviation from the ordinary. I think all told, I'd probably rather not be doing this. But um, mm. the reason the reason I am doing this is because there is a need for a little bit more work to be done in the office. Namely, it involves um, opening mail that is delivered to the office and receiving that mail. And when I went in on Monday, there wasn't any mail. So I had gone in for no real reason. But, you know, I got to go back into my office and use my familiar old computer and sit in my chair and <laughs> do all of those things that are now strange to me. And I, I'm glad I had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. There was barely there was barely anyone in the building. It's a strange, like, situation that this is, like, what is uh, appealing, I guess, mm. to be in an office with a consistent schedule. I don't know. I'm just... Capitalism gets me down <laughs> <laughs> a lot. But it's like... That's the dream, a little bit. Yeah, while I was while I was there on campus, I saw I don't know fewer than five other people throughout the entire. Actually, no, that's probably not true. I probably saw something like six or seven. Mm. But um, it was a little bit eerie. It's an interesting change to the way things have been, just because it's been such a long time that I've been working from home, home that I almost felt like I had forgotten how to be productive in <laughs> the office. Like I was like, wait, uh, how do I do work here? Because I've gotten so used to doing it at home. So yeah, that's that's the new thing for me in terms of work. So as you previously mentioned, tomorrow is American Thanksgiving. How are you planning to give American thanks? Yeah, um, so my family came around to no Thanksgiving meal. We came down, 
I think, pretty excessively on turkey consumption. Our uh, Wegmans grocery store was doing, like, some wacky promotion for an $8 turkey last week. So we had a 20-pound turkey Hmm. last week. And now we have a smaller, like, um, it's still huge, but it's technically, like, a turkey breast. But it is, like, the size of a a cat that... (laughs) My dad and I at home are going to be having tomorrow. Um, so we, yeah, we came down on no outside of household American. I don't know why I keep saying American, but no, no Thanksgiving meal outside of the household. Um, I will be dropping my mom off at my sister's house and she's going to be helping out my sister for like a week with childcare. So they'll, they'll do their thing and my dad and I will still stay home. And that's, that's what we settled on. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am going to be going to visit my parents, mm-hmm. which I have been doing, you know, once every couple of weeks anyway. Uh, and the only real difference this time is that one of my sisters is also going to be there and the other two are not going to be there because I think I mentioned this in our previous episode, but they both, you know, have jobs that involve various degrees of interacting with people in public or, you know, in, in, in face-to-face interaction. So they are, um, they're not going to be joining us. But yeah, I think they say don't leave your household and don't join with another household for Thanksgiving. And that is good advice. But I feel like to the extent that I have any kind of quote-unquote bubble, like this is this is my bubble that every so often I will mask up and go visit my parents. And so that's what I'll be doing. Yeah. And since we last, I guess, recorded, I feel like I vacillate back and forth on the like, what are people like as individuals doing and to spread coronavirus and what are like our governments not doing Mm. (laughs) to help us cope with handling coronavirus. And I'm this week sort of back on the like, it really is exhausting to keep feeling like it is all of our individual choices, like to, to do like. How are you, how dare you take even a little bit of risk after like coming up on almost a year of very, very little like good government handling and support of the pandemic. And it's yeah. like it, it matters. Obviously, it matters what you do as an individual or in your family. But I am just really feeling the like lack of probably because I've like been um applying for jobs and interacting more with uh the just virginia bureaucracy for various things it just feels like i i am feeling very annoyed at the hoops because there's many hoops Mm. has your uh process of applying to jobs brought you into physical contact with other people a lot no um i had one interview and that was for the classroom monitor position and it was a zoom interview Mm. but none yeah nothing has been in person Uh, yeah that makes sense yeah so there there had been a, a previous time at which my mother had been trying to arrange a larger Thanksgiving, well, not not like large, large, but with me and all my siblings and my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, we're not doing that. But unfortunately, my grandfather is going to be alone on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which is not what I would have preferred. I had kind of hoped that if there was no other, you know, arrangements that could be made for him, that um, maybe like my mother should go spend time with him, and then I would just hang with, you know, m- maybe my dad and and 
one or more of my sisters, but he has apparently decided that he doesn't want anyone to come see him. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what the deal is with that. I don't know if it's because of virus spreading issues or not wanting to inconvenience anyone or if there's some other sadder reason for that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. But it's uh, it's a bummer. This whole this whole situation is full of bummers. Bummers all the way down. Yeah, no, it's rough. We also have like a older family friend who is in a, like assisted living and just as an older person, like the things we hear from her about like just a really limited like social life and I, I don't know if this is the same with your grandfather, but, like, for this family friend, she does not use the internet. Like, it is it is phone phone calls. Like, that is, that is the technology she was able to use. And, like, computers and internet do not get there. So it's, like, just if there's no in-person or very, very little in-person ability to see people, it's just, like, very, very... <laughs> bleak at times yeah yeah i don't i don't think my grandfather uses the internet very much he he has an ipad that he used to use i don't know if he still uses it but when i remember that the thing he mostly just did with it was um uh, solitaire <laughs> which is a solitary pursuit yes that's true there is no multiplayer solitaire sadly yeah it's it's not it's not a fun holiday season for anyone really and i don't know what we uh we're already kind of starting to think ahead to Christmas and what that's going to look like. And my expectation is it's not going to look great. Yeah. I know the mail. I actually, I don't, I don't know. I, I know the mail system is very stressed, but I actually haven't heard much lately uh, as to like, I feel like vaguely there was like a time where the post office was just like completely going to run out of money. I don't know where we settled on that. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, December, at least, is like a hugely busy time anyway for uh, the mail system. But for like this family friend, we tried sending holiday cards and um, I found like this person who bakes cookies and I like was like, okay, I'll just I'll send some cookies to this person. Hmm. And I did it like a few months ago and that person was like very, very overwhelmed and the mail system was very, very overwhelmed. So it was like... I can't tell you when these cookies are going to arrive, but one day they will arrive. And then one day they did. Um, and I, I think it was a nice surprise. But um, yeah, if I had tried to be like, this is for your birthday, it could not go on. Or this is for Christmas. Uh, it would not have happened. But yeah, yeah. trying to, to think of ways. The mail service has been serving me well these past couple of months. I haven't had a lot of delays with various things and I've had I've had a number of very important things mailed to me recently like um I have a, I am now sitting at my new adjustable sit stand desk <laughs> which was mailed to me by mail. I have two new pairs of glasses that I got via the mail. Nice. I had some very important video games mailed to me via the mail. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, the physical video game. I'm I'm one of the dinosaurs who still uses those. <laughs> Speaking of video games, uh, there is uh, there's new Homestuck news since last we recorded. <laughs> All right, let's jump into our This Week in Homestuck. <laughs> this Week in Homestuck. So um, I think, I believe that it was after we last recorded that the um, the announcement was made that Hive Swap Act 2 would be released this very day that we're recording now, November 25th. I still haven't played it yet. Yeah, you had played the Act 1, I, I'm guessing. Yes, and I had decided to replay it before Act 2, which is why I haven't started Act 2 yet, because I'm playing Act 1, and that game is supposedly only two or three hours long, 
but uh, it also has like a ridiculous amount of optional text that you can read. And I um, like to read as much of it as I possibly can. So, so yeah, I have not, uh, I have not yet started High Swap Act 2. Are you playing it or planning on playing it or? Get- <laughs> yeah, um, I, I uh, played for a little bit uh, before we started recording. Nice. I was um, able to, they give you an option to like import your act one game settings Mm -hmm. uh into the new one which i i think like all i can really see that it did was like gave me the same inventory items to carry over into the new game but yeah i haven't gotten super far but it's nice since we last talked i finished uh celeste the main plot of celeste there's always like more things to go back and do, but this is a nice, like, new video game content that I can look forward to. Yeah, so that, that covers one of the two action items from last week. Oh, that's true. Um, which is play a video game. So you've got you've got two that you've played since, since we <laughs> last recorded. Yes. Or do you have more? I don't know. I don't want to presume. <laughs> uh, no, no. Yeah, I... Let's I not have, get carried away. <laughs> I, I have been playing... Um, in addition to playing through High Swap Act 1 again, I've also been playing through a game called Hyrule Warriors colon Age of Calamity. That sounds Zelda. It is Zelda, but not. It's like a spinoff of Zelda. That was the all-important um, physical <laughs> video game that was delivered to me via the mail system. So thanks, mail. Yeah, that is valuable. I'm glad it didn't get uh, blown away. Nope, did not get blown away by a strong gust of wind. The other action item that we had was to play some kind of music. Yeah. Did you do that? I did that. I did that with my violin. Nice. Yeah, I have been toying around with my pocket operator synthesizers, so that is what I've continued to do. Nice. When I was, like, a young violin player, um, I only had access to music I got from my private violin teacher and from, like, school orchestra. Mm. And I don't know why, like, I never really asked for or was able to obtain, like, music that I would have maybe enjoyed <laughs> actually playing. Um, but now now I'm an adult and I have options. Uh, so I've found, um, like, Steven Universe music and Undertale music and... Um, like violin sheet music? Yeah, yeah, violin versions of some of the songs that... I just enjoy, and so I would like to play it on my violin. They're not necessarily for violin mm. that I can practice on now. And that's that's been fun. Yeah, it's always fun to kind of play songs that you like as opposed to <laughs> songs yeah. that you're just doing to satisfy someone else's curriculum. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I played the violin for like many many years sort of just by like I guess I'm stuck in this now you know like I chose this instrument uh at nine years old and I guess I just can't stop Hmm. but it it is um enjoyable when it is an instrument or like that you have some interest in in playing so that's that's been nice yeah are, are violin skills transferable to other instruments I have heard and my dad keeps telling me that mandolins are tuned the same way as a violin but i can't play a mandolin (laughs) aren't those are strummed aren't they (laughs) yeah they're the stringed instruments that are i guess strummed i don't know with a violin you can um pluck it just with your fingers or um use a bow to play it Mm -hmm. 
and I think you just strum a mandolin. I don't know why I'm, <laughs> I don't know. But like, are the other bow instruments just like the same but different, like where you play them the same way? Or are they completely different? It, it would be somewhat of a benefit that I have played the violin to, to be able to play like the viola, for instance. But like you, you sit down to play the cello and they're really big. And then a bass is like big. Mm. And the other instruments in the string family if you're reading music they're in a different uh like musical cleft right so i am like there are people who only like play music by ear and i am like the opposite of that i like can only read music (laughs) Mm. uh so i I would have a very hard time and i also don't have any of those in my house (laughs) yeah when i first started playing music i was on a trumpet and music for that is written in uh, treble clef. Mm-hmm. But then I switched in high school to the euphonium, which in terms of how it is operated, it's basically just a big trumpet. Like, you know, it uses the same lip movement and it uses the same valve patterns for pressing down the, the valves. Mm-hmm. But it, it's the music for euphonium is usually written in bass clef. So that was a whole readjustment for my, my trebled mind. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to your troubled mind. Yes. I um I appreciate that the trumpet is in treble clef. I think the flute is also. Yeah. Because when I am looking online for like songs that I can play uh, as a violin person, if I can find like, here's the Steven Universe song uh, I'm looking forward, but it's for trumpet, then I snag that because I can play it. Even though like, I don't know, maybe it doesn't completely line up, but I can at least like, it's in treble clef, so it's uh. I can grab it. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, probably interchangeable. But yeah. Do you have an action item for this week? I don't know. Okay. Uh, Action item (laughs) for the end of November, beginning of December. I don't know if I do. Do you? Well, (laughs) no, I don't think I do. Okay. I have one. Take take the week off. Oh, okay. Don't take the week off. Take it. I take it back. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Drink a hot beverage that is not what you usually drink. So, like, if you usually drink tea, drink coffee. If you drink coffee, drink tea. Or or drink a different kind of coffee or a different kind of tea. Or If you drink hot chocolate, drink hot hot apple cider. Yeah, those are the other ones I was going to mention. Hot (laughs) hot apple cider I love. It's a very good, um, you know, late fall, early winter beverage. There are other hot beverages. You could just drink some hot water. I know some people who do that. Yeah, heat it up and put lemon juice and honey in it and then it's like a sad clear tea (laughs) yeah i know some people who'd like just drink hot water just nothing but hot water um which uh, for some reason seems psychopathic to me but i don't understand (laughs) why like there's nothing actually objectionable about it to me but it seems like it just doesn't doesn't sit right with me yeah that's something um that my grandmother used to do oh yeah Yeah. i I, I didn't mean to imply that she was a psychopath (laughs) no no you're fine or was she you're fine no my my dad does always tell me like there there were times growing up with my grandmother that she would like get into certain like fad diets and i believe like at, at one of the times i guess drinking hot water became like this is very good for you and so that <laughs> weird weird diets, uh, hot water being the least of them, would come up. Well, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's my um, my action is, is to pick a different hot beverage from what you usually drink, and drink it. Personally, like I don't like coffee, so I won't be drinking coffee. But I can <laughs> I can try a different kind of tea. 
Okay. What I will do. A herbal oh. tea. Herbal. Like herb. Mm. Just like a guy named herb. I had a teacher once whose name, very improbably, was Herb Gardner. And I sometimes wonder whether that was like a fake name because he was on the run from the mob or something. <laughs> yeah, there, it also brings to mind, I think the Puritans did this, but like Christian denominations that like name their children like moral values that they should uphold, mm. you know, like <laughs> patience, good fellow. This this person's parents wanted them to be an herb gardener. His wife was named Constance, Constance Ooh. Gardner, which sounds like a reference to the John le Carre novel, The Constant Gardener. <laughs> so another name that seemed to me to be quite yeah. fake. No, they're definitely, <laughs> they were made up um, characters who escaped from their storybook <laughs> to <laughs> wherever, wherever you were located trying to hide. Yeah, they were both teachers. I never had her as a teacher, but I had he was my eighth grade history teacher and he like he was obsessed with fascist Italy and Benito Mussolini and he used to make us do the fascist march in the schoolyard. <laughs> uh when you start when you start <laughs> off so well with such a promising name and then, I know. <laughs> and then you just flush it down a toilet. Uh yeah. It's unfortunate. Anyhow, <laughs> that's your action item. Drink something hot. <laughs> and I did. I wrote it down, so it doesn't mean I'll do it, but it means next time we record, I'll remember <laughs> uh, to mention it. All right. Um, uh, then I think that's it for this week, unless you have anything else. No, that's, that's good. So uh, I guess we'll end. Oh, no. No, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't talk to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> None of us do anymore. Anyway. <laughs> So we'll end we'll end this episode as we end every episode um, by staying distant and going the distance. 